Welcome, everybody, to Poke Sports, <laughs> a competitive Pokemon podcast. I am Mike, and I play with one Pokemon on the field. I'm Kevin. I play with two Pokemon on the field. And Singing in all falsetto. <laughs> people, I hope you don't keep that in. I, I almost no, want to now that you've talked about it, but... No, oh, I take it back. Nothing I mean, happened. Hey, guys. Oh, God, <laughs> Kevin, that was, that, was too, that was too good. You had a little guys, like guitar wh- solo in there, like... No, don't keep it in. We can't spoil them. If you guys want to oh. listen to behind the scenes, you got to watch the t- watch us live on Twitch. <laughs> it's the only way on Twitch. Uh, welcome to everybody on Twitch. That was uh, that was just for you. For everybody else uh, listening on Wednesday, June 3rd, it's National Egg Day. But we'll get to that in a second, because today is na- uh, Sunday, May 31st, National Macaroon Day. Now, listen, uh, it's not National Macaron Day, or as we say in Canada, Macaron. It is National Macaroon Day. So you say if that you're again? making those little sandwiches with the cream in the middle, that is not the kind of cookie that you're making today. You mean Oreos? Yes. Oreos are macarons. Am I wrong? Wait, really? Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I'll you just believe like you right there. Puff up the, the <laughs> top and the bottom. They're basically the same thing. But, so I just learned that there was a difference between them. Yep. Macaroons. Explain to me. Macaroon, Give me the recipe. Well, I no. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a secret. Only I can know. Uh, macaroons, however, are the little mounds of, uh, I believe, like sugar and coconut some have. Uh, oh, I've had those. Yeah, they're really good. They're just not the thing that everyone thinks it is. So it's not that day. But uh, if you're listening to this on Wednesday as it comes out on YouTube or on uh, wherever you get your podcasts, it is National Egg Day. And as I was putting together these notes, I I asked Kevin, hey, uh, what kind of egg Pokemon are there? And Kevin was like, there are like a billion. (laughs) (laughs) Most Pokemon are based on eggs. Side by side, now that I'm looking at it, Azumarill is a carbon copy of an egg. Yeah. Like I could it, <laughs> legit layer this Azumarill on top of the egg and it's just an egg with arms and legs and ears. Why are there so many egg Pokemon? There are too many. Okay. There's Execute, Azumarill, yep. Togepi, mm-hmm. Chansey holds an egg. Chansey holds one. Jeez. There were more. Oh you, were, you were telling me more. I just stopped after five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the rest. It doesn't matter. That was amazing though. Um, so listen, Kevin, it's been a big week for, for Pokesports and everything that there is Pokemon in that, uh, everything there is Pokemon didn't really have all that much, all that much news. Nothing at all. Nothing. Like almost nothing. Yeah. I mean, at least nothing relevant. We've got the players cup, uh, debuting in a little over a week. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's pretty good. Um, do we know if, if people are competing yet? Um, I think it's starting off with just TCG. The top 256 has not yet been revealed for VG. Mm. But I actually don't know what TCG is doing. I think they're just literally doing an open. Really? Like, and anyone can join. Anyone can participate and they'll figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. We don't worry too much about TCG on the podcast. I truly but, don't. But, you know, Players Cup includes VG. So we'll be looking into that as the you know the month goes on. Yeah, you know how it is. That's fine. Um, this week, if you are playing the VG, you can go ahead and grab yourself a Galarian Ponyta with the anticipation hidden ability, uh, along with a couple special uh, Pokeballs like the Love Ball, the Level Ball, the Beast Ball, uh, stuff like that. You usually only got was it just one of them, right, during the course of the game? I believe so. Yeah, I haven't found a well. If there are, I just haven't found a way to to go and get them. It's not like I 
explicitly look for it, but uh, I believe you can only get just one copy of the other ones. Yeah, they're pretty exclusive. I think Isle of Armor is going to come out with uh, apricorns and stuff. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. Yeah, Isle of Armor is going to come out with apricorns. That's going to be fun. We're almost in June. Well, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, we're in June. So in June. it's DLC month, baby. When are we getting it? We End haven't heard otherwise. <laughs> we haven't heard anything yet. We'll we see. haven't heard otherwise. We believe that the Isle of Armor is coming, but uh, could be postponed. Hopefully not. When we know, you'll know. We promise. It's what true. uh, what Pokemon are you looking forward to? Nidoking. King. Nidoking King hands Nidoking. down. King didn't even have to think about it. Oh jeez, I'm actually looking forward to Azumarill. Huge power sure. plus water fairy type entering the meta will be super, super fun. And I do believe it is going to enter the meta, which is exciting. 100%. Well, it was in before, right? Uh, Yeah, but I think just having a physical water type is really nice that isn't Gyarados. Mm. And just belly drum with these uh, follow me psychic terrain users like Ndidi, right. that's got to be pretty good. Yes, absolutely. Um, for me, just Nidoking, just with the crazy amount of variety that it has with its moves. Just like mm-hmm. you can choose whatever you want. Um, Excadrill was already super popular, ground typing super popular, but now you're able to use all those different kind of variety moves on a on a Pokemon that that like has the same kind of ground typing, but also poison. Um, I just I love the the being able to deal with fairies. Life works your forces. Give also me more. Busted. Yeah. Yeah, you don't even have to Dynamax if you don't want to, but you can still like max ooze a Togekiss now with a Nidoking. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's a thought. Do you like going physical or special with your Nidoking? I like going special with my Nidoking. Yeah, I think even though like it has so much more attack than special attack, the move pools just change it all. Mm. It ends up, uh, I think most of its physical attacks don't actually get the sheer force boost because mm-hmm. I think its physical ground move is just EQ, which doesn't have any additional effects. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I, all right. So that is that's Isle of Armor um, in that's... Smogon news. We have a little bit of Smogon news, I suppose. But uh, in Smogon news, Doubles OU is currently suspect testing Melmetal. Melmetal just cannot catch a break when it comes <laughs> to uh, suspect tests. It's a pretty good Pokemon. It's a pretty good Pokemon. <laughs> Looks like even in doubles, it's still too good. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a shame. Oh boy. Just Poor get guy. it out of there. It's fine. Just double iron bash its way to Goopers. <laughs> <laughs> uh Kurum B is currently banned from or is has been banned from monotype. Uh Kurum B is just a, a nuts Pokemon overall. It's so good that it can't even stick around with all the other ice types no. and all the other dragon types. No, no, no. Actually. I forgot Monotype was even a metagame. That'd be so fun for for a show a SmackDown. You think so? Monotype ah, SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't Maybe mind. Maybe one day. Well, funny enough, uh, we just had a poll end on on our Twitter at Pokesports Pod, uh, where we we polled the audience to to what um SmackDown we should have next, what what format of of Smogun we should have next. Uh, and I believe before the podcast, it was tied. Can you confirm this? That it's tied at OU and PU? Yes, that's what it was. I will double check right now. That's incredible. And I want to know. Currently still tied. Yeah. Can we do <laughs> both? 
Can we put them both in the same video? Will it be trash? Will it be uh, not? It will be an experiment. Will be an experiment. And I think that's worth it. Let's do it. Here's here's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. Uh, we take. You know how we take the the top twenty four from each uh, uh, tier. Yes. I'm thinking we cut that in half. We put the top twelve from OU, the top twelve from PU, and then mm. we up our bands to three. Then we only okay. ban OU Pokemon. So we have 12. We have to remove six of them. That way you only have like three Pokemon max, I guess, that you can pick from OU. And then the rest are from PU. I like it. Uh, Let's do it. Uh, Very. We're going to have to explain these rules again, but we'll figure it out. OK, I actually I, like everybody that. got it. No, every single person who listened. Got it, that's fine. <laughs> and if you didn't, you just skip back 20 seconds. You're good. It's fine. You rewatch this 12 times. Yes. Then you might <laughs> understand what I said. It was very coherent in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, doubles, doubles, OU suspect testing about metal. Kieran B's banned from monotype. Um, and then for those of you who are interested in smoke on stats, uh, smoke on usage does come out on June 1st. Uh, well, all of Pokemon Showdown's usage stats come out on uh, June 1st. So you can keep an eye out for Picolytics and uh, on Babiri.net to go and check those out because those will be updated. Uh, we'll be going over that next week on the podcast. Excited. That's my favorite time of the month. Right? That's it. what you meant. Because you were saying yes. before the podcast, you're like, it's the time of the month. And I'm like, what? What? What are you talking about? It's time for stats. It's time for stats. It's your favorite time. Will now, we beat Togekiss this, this month? Will see. we beat it? It's attack on Togekiss season, folks. <laughs> will we beat Togekiss in usage stats? We shall see. Um, listen, we've, we've got some, some more news in Pokesports land as well. Uh, over the weekend on Saturday, we had our very first multi-battle tournament, um, which was completely not uh set up by us well no, we, we set it up but it wasn't uh it wasn't instigated by us a couple of people were just like hey uh can we have a multi-battle tournament and other people were like yes we absolutely should have a multi-battle tournament and then they're like talking about the rules and stuff and i'm like okay well i mean you just did my job for me so i'll just come in I'm, and figure it out i'm I'm pretty sure by the time me and Mike both got a hold of that, that whole text conversation on mm -hmm. Discord, they've already had team names picked. They had they had partners chosen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, OK, I guess we're, we're, we kind of have to do it now. <laughs> you know? I mean, it, so it was pretty cool. We had uh, 10 people participate in total. We had five teams uh, and I actually so I Kevin was working during the day. So I acted as the tournament organizer for the day. Um, so this Saturday I was sitting in there and, and uh, organizing the people. And we had one person who was a no show. Um, turns out they came a little bit later. So we subbed them back in. But um, I actually subbed in for the, the person who was a no show. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I technically competed in the tournament. Uh, and this is what that looked like. It was it was me and, and my dude versus uh, Fries and Tanner, uh, which which was fun. But uh, I mean, <laughs> it, it didn't. Uh, <laughs> Got to tell you, it, it didn't turn out all that great. 
Um, we did end up losing in the very first round, but it was fun doing a multi battle. That was actually my first uh, experience multi battling. Uh, the winners of the the entire tournament were Shorge, uh, Shurge, and Pausus, Pausus from from the Netherlands. So I apologize if I just butchered uh, the pronunciation of that. But they both won uh, some nice laptop stickers from uh, rtspring.com slash stores slash Pokesports. So that was kind of cool. Um, or, <laughs> what? Or if you're Mike, you put them under your couch. They become floor stickers. It's right down there. You can't see it right now because my camera is uh, is angled a little too high up. <laughs> I have my shirt uh, hanging on my couch, though. So that's that's another little piece of paraphernalia that I have there. I'm going to turn I'm going to slowly turn my office into a, a Poge Sports uh, sanctuary. Is that the word I'm trying to think of? Yes, I guess. I guess. So Oasis. one of the cool things about this multi battle outcome, though, is we we said that we were going to use uh, we were going to go in and play against them. So, you know, because they're they're they live far away and it's it's kind of tough to coordinate that we'll be doing that battle later and and playing against them on on the YouTube channel. But um, there was one situation where two of the uh, competitors in the Saturday tournament uh, they had this team that they're like, oh man, this is a spicy meme. I want to play against uh, Mike and Kevin with it. And so I was like, all right, sure. So we used the, uh, well, we used the friend codes, quote unquote, of the, the friend codes, the rental codes of the, the winners from the multi-battle tournament from Shurge and Pausis. Um, we, we took their team and we played against the spicy meme team with that. We're going to be putting that one up on, on Tuesday on the Pogi Sports channel. Um, Funny thing that happened with that, though, I fully picked out the wrong rental code. So I ended up using like this vile coal team that I had from like a long time ago. And so at the end of the video, when I'm like explaining it, I send Kevin a picture of uh, the, the rental code and like the team that that won the tournament. And I was like. Wait a second. That's not that's not the one that I just used. <laughs> so <laughs> I apologize to to Church because I ended up using a, a team that was not was not his. But uh, we will eventually see his actual team, and uh, you can you can see what the differences are there once we actually have our our battle against them. Uh, the thing is, multi battle mm-hmm. the, the the like that whole set of the best of three multi battles that we had on the video that's went up yesterday if you're watching this on wednesday it's yeah. gonna go up on tuesday that was like probably the most fun i've had playing pokemon in such a long time right <laughs> it was so spicy and you guys could see it in our faces when we're playing those battles yeah we're we're bouncing all over the place and it was kind of a hacks full battle mm-hmm. especially against us so we were against a lot <laughs> of uh <laughs> a lot of uh disappointments <laughs> for sure yeah really but oh dude i swear all those pokemon had bright powder I, but that's the only spoiler I'm giving you guys. Go watch the video. <laughs> All those Pokemon have bright powder. Yeah, of course. We, we kept asking them during the course of the game. Like, does this Pokemon have bright powder on it? What's what's going on? Here? Uh, that's very funny. Now, uh, I mean, multi battles are fun. Like six Pokemon instead of four makes such a big difference. Like I can mm-hmm. understand why uh, I can understand why. Um, what am I going to say? Uh, I just saw what. Dakota just said in chat, so I have to look away and not 
not read that. I can understand how doubles OU uh, is is such a fun time for people now. Because like to bring out six Pokemon and and still have two, like that's that's pretty sick. That's pretty sick. It's pretty sick. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Maybe we should do that for SmackDown. We have so many ideas. Doubles for OU. We're we're gonna yeah. do doubles OU eventually. Yeah, it's gonna happen. That's that's a good uh, middle road for you and me. We right. take we take VGC, we take Smogon, we just squish them together. <laughs> There's doubles <laughs> OU. Fair enough. All right. So uh, let's get into the meat and potatoes before that. <laughs> nope, no potatoes. We're still on the we're still on the appetizers. We're still baby the shirts appetizer. out. There's baby shirts. We have a lot of dads who listen, myself included. Uh, we have a lot of dads who listen to the podcast. A lot of parents, I should say, who listen to the podcast. Uh, and so we we had it requested for people to, uh, you know, have some baby shirts. So we're like, OK, let's let's think of a baby design. What's uh, super cool about babies? Perfect IVs. So we now have a six perfect IVs shirt um, available at teespring.com slash stores slash Pokesports. Uh, it, it's very cute. If I had a newborn baby, I would probably want to, to put one on him or her. They have available child sizes too, and just in case. That's true. Available, available in literally every single color that Teespring would let us do. <laughs> very true. <laughs> If you got a chunky baby who's uh, only five IVs with zero speed, you're out of luck. Sorry. I'm going to have right. to, uh, to bottle cap that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about cores, Kevin. Let's talk about cores. Uh, there was a very smart video uh, that was put out on Saturday by a YouTuber, YouTuber, a YouTuber named Nathan Likes Chicken. I like chicken too. Me too. Uh, Nathan likes chicken. It, it was on very high level team building. So it's part of a, a larger series that he's going into about how to, how to properly team build your Pokemon. So that video was inspired by another YouTuber named BKC, who's, who's a little bit larger in size um, and who's uh, again, has been putting a, putting out um, similar team building uh, explanations. Both videos, both channels are great and their videos are great. Uh, I would highly recommend uh, giving them a, a a watch or a listen uh, because they are up and coming for sure. Um, his video was explaining team building in Smogon. And so we kind of wanted to, to expand upon that to uh, something more Smogon and VGC. Maybe we would give some some examples of uh, specific cores and what they can do and why people, you know, use them and how to build around them. Uh, but that's what we're going to be doing today. Um, and I think the the biggest thing we need to focus on before we get into the specific cores is just to really understand what a core is. So, Kevin, how about you you tell us what a core is? It's the middle of an apple. Good. <laughs> so pretty so, much. Yeah. Okay. What? No, I, I wanted to. I wanted to meme off of that, but you know what? I don't want. I don't even want to anymore. Go ahead. <laughs> Were you gonna? I, I just expected you to be disappointed with me. Oh, I'm always very disappointed, but it's fine. So we have a core in the middle of the rest of a garbage pile of of other Pokemon. That's how you make a bad team. <laughs> okay, so in all seriousness, a mm -hmm. core is essentially a group of two or three Pokemon, typically two or three. I guess you can, if you're very advanced, you can make a four Pokemon core. Sure. Uh, that you can use as either defensive or offensive pressures for a team. Typically, Pokemon that are 
part of a defensive core will cover each other's weaknesses very well, make very easy uh, switch-ins, especially for Smogunt tiers. You can easily switch in those two Pokemon and just expect to be okay because they don't share common weaknesses. And in terms of offensive cores, they're just cores that can dish a lot of damage to the most amount of typings in the game. So... Examples of offensive cores are things like Dragapult and Mimikyu. Like, those two together with the Fairy and Ghost Stabs, along with, you know, the wide move pool that a Dragapult gets can get right. water moves, flying moves, ghost moves, etc. can hit a lot of the metagames, especially right now. And uh, I think what Mike said earlier was Clefable and Corviknight are actually a very good Smogon core. Yeah. You can easily switch in on those two Pokemon as many times as you want, and they'll probably be okay. Clefable being a very specially defensive Pokemon and Corviknight being a really physically defensive Pokemon, super safe there. Yeah. But that's a that's pretty much where you go when you start team building, is you want to build around a core. You never want to just, oh, I um I really like this Eviolite Metapod. Let me try to build a team around it. You kind of, you're going to struggle a little bit. <laughs> right. Right. And I mean, you can, you can fully have a team that, that does that is just like a bunch of good stuffs as Kevin calls it Pokemon, uh, coming into a battle and, and trying to just do your best by brute brute forcing everything. But, um, what, what you'll find is that those teams will have very specific weaknesses that you don't really have an answer to. And that happens mm-hmm. because you, you don't take a look at what, uh, can deal with your team. And so, as as Kevin said, the the Clefable and Corviknight um, screen that I that I have up right now, uh, there are a lot of weaknesses that that one will have that the other can deal with very well. Uh, Corviknight struggles a lot against a lot of special attackers. Uh, Clefable does not. Clefable, you can actually you know swap into a lot of things that threaten Corviknight, and you'll have a, a Pokemon that still lives. Uh, now that's mm-hmm. something in in Smogon, and Kevin gave some VGC examples, but um, at the very least. The the most important thing uh, when it comes to building a core and when it comes to team building with a core is to uh, make sure that you practice it. So it, it there's a lot that goes into theory crafting and people toss around that term a lot, theory crafting. Um, but the only thing that can really give you that that hard experience, that battle hardened experience is by going into battle and and seeing what works, seeing what doesn't, what works in theory, what works in application. Um, there are some situations too, where like you'll lose a certain battle, uh, against certain Pokemon and then you'll, you'll win certain battles against those same Pokemon. It's about what, what happens most often. Cause again, uh, as you might have noticed through the numbers episode, uh, there are a lot of variables that go into this game and one of them is random. Uh, you have like mm-hmm. this 15 point differential, 15% differential uh, between damage that, you know, sometimes is just uh, kind of out of your control. So practice, 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 uh, keep at it. And you'll see over time that like you'll have teams that tend to win more often than other teams. So that's there's also there's also outliers when it comes to some Pokemon. Yeah. Like, this is something that you would only learn through practice. Like, a lot of people's answers to, like, say, Dracovish would be, oh, I'm just going to run Sun on the team so that, you know, the water move is still reduced. Dracovish can still Oko at Gi- Gigantamax Charizard. Yeah. Even in the Sun. Can still Oko Torkoal in the Sun. Can still Oko, you know, Rhyperior with Solid Rock in the Sun. Like, it doesn't care about the Sun that much. So you right. would need a little extra oomph. To, to boost that core a little bit more. It's true. And so we're going to get into what some of those cores are. 
Uh, when we come back from the break, uh, we'll get into a, a couple good examples for some VGC. Um, cause I think Smogon, we can kind of, uh, leave to, to the people over at, uh, uh, Nathan likes chicken, that person named Nathan. Uh, but the VGC core is we gotcha, bud, uh, in just a second. See you then. Welcome back to Pokesports. Uh, I was about to say welcome back to Pokesports Plus and our conversation with, and then I would have completely with me <laughs> lost the plot. Yeah. <laughs> welcome that, back that's to our how conversation you know we've, with uh, and Clefable. What's up? That's how you know we've run out of people to talk to on the plus when we just start hosting ourselves on the plus. <laughs> <laughs> just interviewing the hosts Interview of the plus. Interview each other. <laughs> we scroll past everything. Oh, dude. So we're talking about cores. We're talking about cores today. Now, uh, before before the break, we talked about what a core was. And now, now it's time to get into some specific cores. But before we do that, I want to let uh, the Twitch chat know that if you have or know of a specific core that you like, um, feel free to post it in the chat and we'll try and uh, try and discuss it as much as we can. Or if we don't know it, we'll try and suss it out. That's what we'll do. Uh, so first off, I want to go into these three buddy boys right here this right here is a uh, known popular through japan as the triple ghost core triple ghost core usually consists of mimikyu dragapult and dustclops though you can kind of interchange dustclops with things like aegislash or uh other other ghosties like that um kevin can you tell us why triple ghost core is good Triple Ghost Core is more of an offensive core than a defensive core. Mm. Um, because defensively, they all share the same weaknesses to Ghost. Um, but offensively, they cover a lot of very, very crucial typings. Mimikyu will get the, the Ghost Shadow Sneak for the weakness policy proc onto the Dragapult, along with the access to Trick Room if it has to counter a Trick Room right. and access to Fairy-type moves. Dragapult has Ghost moves, has Dragon moves, has... Typically, max airstream as well, but can also carry thunder moves and water moves. And uh, Dustclops is there for mainly just the, the, the trick room nu nuisance. Mm -hmm. um, if the other half of your team happens to be very slow Pokemon, Dustclops can definitely take uh, change the pace of the game by setting up a trick room. Uh, but if you're running Aegislash in that, in that slot, then you have access to steel moves and fighting moves on top mm -hmm. of all that. So just a wide variety of very offensive moves that can pretty much deal with every typing that you have to worry about there are other ghosts too and i'm forgetting uh which ones there there are but there are some other ghost types that are actually used in this game i want to know um which ones they are well gorgeist was used for oceania gorgeist is a perfect example absolutely chandelure chandelure is, used... is the one that i was forgetting yes because chandelure is interesting really really good chandelure could also fit a uh Grass, water, fire core. And now the, the thing with triple ghost core is that even though it's super offensive, it also does maintain a very good defensive core in terms of every other typing that isn't ghost because you still have the steel, the fairy, and the dragon core mm -hmm. in there. So those three in and of itself can take care of pretty much every weakness in the game by switching into either one of those Pokemon. Right. Now that that's, again, specifically for VGC. Um, 
And often, I mean, what what ends up happening is you have uh, six that you just pick four out of. You know, there are situations where you don't actually bring all three of these Pokemon. You you just bring mm-hmm. whichever kind of suits the situation. Um, and, and the fact that all three of these can kind of cover a wide, wide, wide spectrum of decent Pokemon uh, is is pretty huge. Dragapult mainly, though. Dragapult is like the one Pokemon that is incredibly hard to counter right now. And kind of the only thing that's going to to be able to counter Dragapult is introducing new Pokemon. Like it's been tried and tested that not a lot of things can can keep up with Dragapult and it's it's crazy variety. So it is pretty up. It's pretty oppressive. I'm I'm interested to see what Isle of Armor brings. Fingers crossed. If they bring a, if they bring a, a way to take care of Dragapult, like if that maybe that Slowpoke, that Slowpoke could be the sleeper Dragapult killer. Just Trick Room. Yeah, I guess if you set up the Trick Room. Well, I'm I think not the Slowpoke, slowpoke specifically, be- but I mean like the Galarian evolution of it. Oh, what typing? What did we talk about? What type you guess that's going to be? I guess Ghost. I don't. I don't quite remember, but yeah, Ghost. Ghost might be it. Uh, I, I would think maybe something like dark. That would be kind of cool. Maybe like That's a Malamar. Maybe like a psychic dark. Malamar. Malamar. That'd be pretty good. I'm yeah. Like, you know, the slow, slow bro or slow king evolution. Maybe that takes care of the Dragapult. Maybe they made something that's like super fast and like super uh, offensive and can be super oppressive to this Dragapult. Yeah. Swift swim crunch bear scuda. That's it. <laughs> swim, swim, crunch, Barascuta. <laughs> Another nice thing about Triple Ghost Core is that you can easily run, what is it, Excadrill and Tyranitar because you have three Pokemon immune to fighting moves. Right. Yeah, just uh, Dusclops and, and Conkelder was said in the chat from Captain Unova. Uh, Dusclops, Conkelder, that's kind of all you need. You, you toss out a, an ally switch on the Conkelder and suddenly like your Dusclops is taking taking hits like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to spoil much about the multi-battle, but it was uh, it's an oppressive Pokemon for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so that's Triple Ghost Core. Next up, I want to I want to take things back a couple months uh, before Series 3. Uh, and I want to bring up Vilecole. Now, Vilecole is an interesting combination because uh, I hadn't really seen Vileplume used in too many situations, though I, I assume that it was used before Gen 8 as well. Um, where Torquil comes out, it sets up the drought. Vileplume then has uh, access to chlorophyll, so it's faster. Um, mm-hmm. And you're able to, to sleep powder other Pokemon when you're holding a wide lens. Now this was along with that. Go for after you make the eruption go first. There you go. So that part is the part that, that escaped me coming from, you know, the singles background as, as I do, um, where I don't know what follow me and after you and all of those like helping hand, (laughs) like, I don't know it. So to see an after you uh, used for an eruption is like, oh, okay, you can have a fast Pokemon, make a slow Pokemon uh, go first or go then. 
It's really it was cool. actually used with uh, Lilligant in past generations. I believe Lilligant is a little bit faster and also gets access to like Teeter Dance and some very annoying moves. Really? Which just confuses everything on the field. Tell me about it. Um, Pretty much did a similar thing. Mm-hmm. Has after you has Chlorophyll. I don't think it has Sleep Powder. It might though. Mm. I'm actually not 100% sure. I haven't seen Lilligant in a couple of generations. But I guess uh, Vileplume is our next best option in terms of this. You can get away with some Flora too, but Vileplume does more damage. Um, but yeah, ever since Venusaur came out, no one really cared about right. <laughs> Afterview going first. They they really just bring in a Dusclops and just make Trick Room happen, and then yeah. then the Torkoal can go first in that sense. See, and what, um, what else is kind of funny about our, our multi-battle, again, to toot our own horn, um, there was a point in the actual video that we made out of this where I was like, I feel like vile coal is gone since Venus Venusaur happened. Why isn't Venicol a thing? And funny enough, the actual rental code that I should have been using had a Venusaur in it with chlorophyll <laughs> <laughs> and basically functions the, the way that I was talking about. So <laughs> there's Venicol for you. Also a good core. <laughs> also a good core as the grass and the fire. I mean, it's, it's worth using, right? And like the, mm-hmm. the, it, it's special attack isn't all that bad either. So, you know, you end up using things like sludge bomb uh, and it still does damage. You can take care of toga kisses with that. I love taking care of toga kisses with poison. Very fun. Very fun. Uh, another one. That, score. Well, another one that was said uh, in, in the chat, uh, and I don't want to scroll past that tofu. Uh, at the beginning says uh, Bisharp and Gengar. Now that one, I don't Ooh. actually, I don't actually know about. I, I know that it's a thing, but I don't know why. So, what Gengar can do this generation? Mm-hmm. I guess in every generation, but what it's been doing in this generation is that that core does have a a similar weakness to mm. EQ. But what's really fancy is that Gengar, if it goes for spread moves like Icy Wind. Uh, to lower the opponent's speed or like sludge wave, which hits every Pokemon in the field, but it, the Bisharp is immune to it because it's a steel type. Right. What it can do is power up Bisharp's assurance to do double damage. So it becomes a base 120 stab dark move. And a combination that a lot of people do, especially to KO like Dusclops, is just go for sludge wave first turn, hit every Pokemon in the field. Pop that assurance boost because assurance doubles if the opponent you're attacking was already attacked that turn. And then just straight Oko Dusclops like it's no one's business. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Super okay. strong. Super strong. Another one. Okay. Uh, taking this back, by the way, speaking of super strong, I want to I want to bring to light a situation uh, that happened on on Saturday. Speaking of super strong. So imagine this Mimikyu on the left. Silvalli on the right. What's up, Tanner? Uh, Silvalli with a normal gem goes for explosion. Uh-huh. Okay. So you get I've a normal gem explosion. <laughs> this is not new to Pokemon, but I have not seen it once this gen. And I saw it for the first time in the multi-battle tournament and it, it ruined uh, my end, my partner's life uh, twice. Twice. And actually was, is what, what beat us out of our best of three. <laughs> was it just straight Okos? Just straight Okos. Yep. Oh, geez. Took out a Venusaur. Took out, uh, I want to say Reuniclus. Like, just immediate gone. 
Wait, I'm confused. Would choice if you're just blowing yourself up, would choice band technically be the better option? How much of a boost is normal gem? How much of a it's boost? It's probably the same. And yeah, probably somewhat similar. But uh well actually no, uh because that gives you the the chance to not use uh explosion. You can use other moves as well. Okay. Yeah, I guess that is true. Right? So you can you can save the explosion for, for a little bit later. Oops. I don't want to exit out of that. Okay, cool. It's been reduced to 30% in X and Y. So yeah, technically choice band is more. so choice band would do more damage. Yeah. But there were again, there were situations where um he didn't you just didn't use, want to explode. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't use uh, explosion like 100% of the time, um, but mm. Tanner can tell us more about that in the Discord if he wants. Um, the next core, Indeedy Driftblim. Now, Indeedy Driftblim, you have been kind of an advocate for this one for a long, long time, Kevin. So Why does no one listen to me, Mike? <laughs> it did Nobody you well in the, uh, in the tournament, too. Yeah, I did pretty good in... Um, I, I didn't... I don't think I made top 256 just because I was stupid and I kept going. But Indeedy Driftblim did pretty darn well. To peak at 1712 using two Pokemon that are like, you know, Indeedy Mail has like a less than 2% usage. Driftblim has like less than 1% usage. Mm -hmm. Like these Pokemon are pretty good. And uh, I think everyone that I've shown or that I've like given the team to, they're always super impressed by it. They're super hesitant. They're like, okay, (laughs) they're like, Kevin, you can't really. This can't really be a real team, right? <laughs> and then they try it out. I think specifically Pokeberm when I when I had the video with Pokeberm and he tried it out. He was like, dude, this thing is crazy. <laughs> it was so funny. And and it, it was seems actually, like that's made you experiment with other fast tailwind users. Dude, I already can't wait until um Rillaboom with Grassy Search comes out because mm-hmm. that's actually a very good core with Driftblim. And really? I can only imagine a, a, a Rillaboom going for max overgrowth in grassy terrain with a Tailwind boost from a Drift one. I can't wait. Oh, <laughs> you already got your your next one planned out. I'm pl- I'm planning it, dude. <laughs> um, oh, that's really smart because that's it's basically just the grass version of Ndidi. Mm-hmm. But I'll I'll tell you what I actually really like about. In DD and Driftblim as a core, mm. normal and ghost type are very good as a core because ghost is weak to ghost, the mm-hmm. normal is immune to ghost. So with the ally switch on my Driftblim, I'm able to switch locations. And there have been so many times in battles where I'm like, okay, that's a Dragapult on the other side of the field. They're just going to try to Oko my my Driftblim. Mm-hmm. So I just switch locations, and then they go for the max Phantasm on a normal type, and nothing happens. Interesting. Um, that along with the fact that Psychic Surge, you can't get flinched, you can't get taunted, you can't, nothing happens to you. It's really good too. Yeah, I and was going to say that the the one downside to Rillaboom coming out and replacing Ndidi is just that now you can get sucker punched and faked out and all those crappy things that Psychic mm-hmm. Terrain kind of stops. Yeah, I was, I was mostly worried about fake out, but mm. you could just get big and then you'll be safe from that. You could just get big. Never really mm-hmm. thought about That's that. That's about. true. It just uh, having um, Rillaboom out there specifically for the Dynamax factor. Yes. Yeah. I think just having max overgrowth in terrain mm-hmm. is more than worth. I see. With base like 125 attack. It's disgusting. True. That's close. Dang. Now, um, 
I, I will circle back to that Sil Valley thing. So we've we've had uh, some people in the chat tofu saying that yeah, exactly what what we were saying before. Choice band is technically stronger, but um, the normal gem will let you use other moves. And I was able to actually pull up um, <clears throat> his his set. So I'm looking at it right now. Uh, it's got explosion, protect, double edge, and crunch. So you're able to still go for that normal stab on the normal Sil Valley uh, with like a, a stab move, but um, you're also able to protect. Protect actually came in pretty clutch a couple of times. Best move in the game. Best move in the game, dude. That's uh, another t-shirt. <laughs> best move in the game. Best move in the game. Protect. <laughs> I'm scared whenever you say things like that's another t-shirt because I know that you mm. will actually like go through with those things. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, hey, what if we made a six perfect IV baby shirt? You made a baby shirt. And done. And done. And done. Congratulations. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, funny times, fun times. So those are the three uh simple cores that we thought that we'd we'd share with you guys. Again, with with Vile Cole, you might want to adapt that to what we have now being being Venusaur and, and Torkoal. Um very similar situation that still does work. Uh you toss a mm. wild lens on a Venusaur, you're able to sleep powder, whatever comes out and it's typically going to be faster than than the Pokemon that you're going up against. Um, and then there are a couple others that that you can look out for. And Kevin, you want to tell us a little bit about those? Um, when you're building a team, it's always a great idea to start with a core. Very, very simple cores that almost every team does have. If you like, just look at the top 100 showdown teams on beer.net, you'll be able to see that almost all these teams have either one or the other or both of these cores. Mm -hmm. And those cores include grass, water, fire. Very strong. It can be as simple as just bring three starters. It could be as simple as, you know. People have done it. Yeah. I mean, it works, yep. right? Yep. Um, and another one of those cores that a lot of people use are dragon, fairy, and steel. Some people even bring a mixture of all of them together. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're trying to go for a grass, water, fire core, a very common one right now is Ferrothorn, Primarina, Arcanine. Ferrothorn deals a lot of damage to especially opposing Primarinas. Uh, Primarina has just become such a big threat. Like, it's actually disgusting how much damage this Pokemon does. Yeah. And I hate it oh, so yeah. much. Um, and then Arcanine, you guys know what Arcanine does. That's like, that's the VGC staple. We've talked about it so many times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've beaten, you know what Arcanine does. Beaten the concept of Arcanine into the ground with you guys. <laughs> We're major advocates for Arcanine. Speaking uh, of Pokemon, we talked about a lot on the channel, oh, yeah. <laughs> on, on the podcast. We got Excadrill, Dragapult, Togekiss. The big three. Very, very, very strong Dragon Steel Fairy Core. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Their secondary typings aren't bad either. Uh, yeah. Was that ground ghost flying? They're almost like a double core because yeah. Togekiss is immune to the ground weakness Excadrill has. Double core is a uh, good word that you just used there. Like when I was looking at that first set, Ferrothorn, Primarine, Arcanine, like of the grass, water, fire that you you listed out, it's also got the uh, steel fairy. If Arcanine was a dragon, you'd have dragon steel fairy. Yeah. If only there was a good fire dragon type that was legal. <laughs> yeah, right. Is there a fire dragon type? Uh, yeah. There's that one that you know trivia on for some reason. What was it called? Oh, a uh, Turtonator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's Tartanator, there's that other Pokemon from Gen 5 that's a legendary. 
Reshiram. Reshiram. Did it. Reshiram. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, that took us longer that than that. took us longer. Yeah, way longer. That was a box legendary. Like, <laughs> Galarian Arcanine is a fire dragon. Look at that. Oh, perfect. But yeah, those are cores. Those Use are them cores. to build teams. Be aware of them. Do it. Try to find ways to counter them, but it'll be very hard. Mm-hmm. Hey, before we be uh, before we wrap things up, what Pokemon should people look out for this week, Evan? Um, actually, we talked about one of them already. Mm-hmm. Bisharp. Bisharp with Gengar is super strong. Assurance and Sledge Wave. Use it. Give it a shot. If you're gonna have it on a team, uh, probably bring a, a ground immunity mm-hmm. because that core does have a ground weakness, so you can just try to cover that up. Hey, you know what? Stick a Togekiss in it. Then you get the fairy and the steel and the ghost. That's true. And the fun stuff. Uh, other ones I've been seeing that are weird, but you know what? They're happening again. Butterfree's coming back. I don't like it. Mm. I guess people don't like missing their sleep powders. They go back to compound dye sleep powders and rage powder in general is very annoying. Uh, it was seen at the beginning paired with Bronzong, but now I'm just seeing it paired with Dusclops and I hate it even more. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. God, oh, it's so more dust clops. It's more problems. <laughs> oh no. Um, another one taking surge, no pun intended, in the Babiri top one hundred. How could you? Is <laughs> toxicity. I know, right? Weird. But I guess with all the Primarina running around, you know, Primarina can't technically touch this one. That's true. <laughs> it has both stabs super effective against Primarina. It can do a lot of damage, especially with Throat Spray or even Choice Specs in general, just going for overdrive spams. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Choice Specs toxicities this week. Hmm. Oh, not a lot of teams carry ground move unless you're like an Excadrill. But if you see an Excadrill, just keep this one in the back. You don't really want to bring it. Fair enough. All right. And before we end the podcast and before we start to, to raid somebody on Twitch, uh, I want to introduce a a little mini game that that we're going to we're going to try out on on the podcast today. Um I I haven't thought of a name for it yet. I don't know if Kevin, I don't know if you've thought of a name for it yet. But um, um mm. let's call it Pokey Sports Rise. Oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh boy, people are going to be really disappointed when they learn about what the game is. All right, so here's the game. <laughs> I'm going to listen to a Pokemon cry. Today we're just going to do Gen 1. We're keeping it nice and easy. Uh, I am then going to try and mimic that cry. And Kevin will have five seconds to guess what that cry is. Okay. Then it's going to go the other way. Kevin's going to listen to a cry. He's going to do his best attempt at mimicking that. I'm going to guess it. And then afterwards, don't worry, we'll we'll show everybody what the actual cry is. So don't worry about that one. Um, I already know I'm not going to get it. Are you sure? <laughs> really? You think so? You see how good I am with Pokedex entries. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. I'm Mike. going to listen to the cry real quick. Okay, I got it. Okay. <clears throat> I need to channel channel my inner Pokemon. Channel my inner Pokemon. Ah, oh, I see. And here it is. Bernani. Um, 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 Magnemite. 
Oh, you are incorrect. <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> the correct answer, ladies and gentlemen, is Pinsir. That is Pinsir. That's not a Pokemon. Pinsir is not a Pokemon, Pin- you say? <laughs> no, Pinsir is in Gen 2. <laughs> Mike's cheating, guys. <laughs> well, that was that was a nice try. All right. It's your it's okay. Go. You're not going to get mine. Oh, really? Right, I got to listen to mine. It's Pidgeot. Whew. No. Mm. Here we go. Give okay, it you ready? Intently. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. One more time. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me see if I, and you know what? Maybe it'll help if I, if I say it back. Hey, you gave me five seconds. Let's go, Mike. <laughs> chop, chop. It's Magmar. No. <laughs> oh, man. The correct answer, and I will load up what Kevin has sent me. It is. That's Starmie. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try that again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Very good, Kevin. Very good. And, that that's, then. and that's how you play... It's not going to be called Poker Sports Cry. Come on. <laughs> and that's how you cry play. For, cry for cry, Poker cry, Sports. Cry, cry, charades. <laughs> cry charades. There it is. <laughs> that's how you play that. Uh, I want to thank everybody for, for coming through and listening today. Uh, big Patreon shout out again to Brian Scott Sheldon, Dakota Lewis, Ro Ixon, jo- uh, Jordan K, William Joseph, Ryan G, and, and C. Nov. Um, I, I hope that you will consider checking out the the Patreon at patreon.com slash Pokesports podcast because we've got something pretty interesting uh, coming up with the Pokesports post game. Uh, we have a new game that we're going to be debuting hopefully next week. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, all about that on today's post game. Uh, I want to shout out that you can uh, check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash Pokesports or on Twitter at Pokesports Pod, Instagram or Patreon, like I said, at Pokesports Podcast. Kevin, where can people find you? Exaggeration, Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me at Still Just Mike on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we hope to see you guys next week uh, for another episode of Pokesports. Imagine that. Uh, thank you for coming and we'll see you next time. Or as Kevin likes to say. Oh, no, not again. We'll see you next time.